This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. After learning a jazz standard, you may find it difficult to recall the chord changes in the long term, especially if you're learning a lot of them. So I'm going to share with you how I memorize chords to jazz standards so I don't forget them coming right up. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Hope musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. By the way, we also have a video version of the podcast today over at learnjazzstandards.com. And also make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on anything going on here. So to demonstrate today, we're gonna look at this jazz standard called All the Things You Are. This is a very popular jazz standard. And the reason I'm choosing this one is because there are a lot of chord changes in it. So this is a great example of one that may be difficult for you to memorize in the long term. But before we do that, I want you to know that there are two ways to memorize chords to jazz standards. So number one is to do it by reading a chord chart, which is a great way to do it. The only thing is we're going to have to implement a few additional steps and a lot more repetition in order to internalize those chords. So this is you're looking at a chord chart like we're about to do right now and you're memorizing them that way. And by sheer repetition, you're going to have internalized those chords. So that's way number one. Number two is you're actually learning the chords by ear. Now, this is an advanced skill. However, this skill gets a lot easier the more jazz standards you learn. The more jazz standards you learn, the more you'll recognize the sounds of chord progressions. So learning them by ear won't be quite as difficult, even if you go and check it with a chord chart later. Now, learning it by ear will ensure that you do use a lot of repetition, and this could be a good way to go, at least a goal to shoot for, because it's going to help you memorize them a lot better. However, with either of these ways, it's important that before you even attempt to learn chord changes to a jazz standard, that you know the melody really well before getting started because without the melody you don't really have anything to relate the chords to and when you have that melody in place first it's going to make it stick a lot better in the long run now let's take a look at all the things you are right right that's the first part of the melody of all the things you are. So the first things I like to look for when I'm trying to memorize chords is what key are we in? Okay. So we have four flats here. So if you know just some basic music theory, you know that that's in the key of A flat major. Now, A flat major. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that we always start with an A flat major. And in this case, we don't start with an A flat major chord. So what chord do we start with is the second thing I look for. What is the first chord that we start on? And in this particular case, it's F minor seven. So when I'm relating the melody, you know, even if you don't play a chordal instrument like me, right, you wanna think about that melody note as it relates to the arpeggio or the chord tones of the F minor seven. So what key are we in? I know that we're in A flat major, and I know that the first chord is F minor seven. 
This, if, if, if anything, I just memorized this. It's A flat major is the key, and we start on F minor seven. That's immediately going to set me up for long-term success, especially as we go about the rest of this tune here. Now, the absolute key that I really want you to take away is to memorize the chords to jazz standards. We really don't want to be thinking about them as F minor seven, B flat minor seven, E flat seven, a flat major seven. In fact, if we're thinking about it that way, we're very unlikely to actually memorize them. Instead, what we want to think of them as is chord progressions. But even more important than thinking about them in terms of chord progressions, we want to think about them within tonal centers. I'll talk more about that in one second. So the real key in my mind is analysis of the chords. And when I'm talking about analysis, I'm talking about Roman numeral analysis. So for example, if I know that we're in the key of A flat major and I ask myself, what is this F minor seventh chord in the diatonic series of A flat major, I would know that it's the sixth chord, right? So if we start with A flat major as our one chord, and then we go to our two chord, which is B flat minor seven, and then we go to C minor seven, which is our three chord, and then we go to D flat major, which is our four chord, and then our five chord is E flat seven, and our sixth chord is finally F minor seven. So it's important if you want to do Roman numeral analysis that you understand where chord progressions come from, which is exactly what I just showed you, at least in a major key. So moving forward, we know that we start on the sixth chord. Now the next chord is a B flat minor seven, right? Right? That's the melody note associated with it. And again, I don't want to just think about what is this one chord by itself. Let's look ahead for a second and look at this E flat seven, right? E flat seven resolves to A flat major seven. Now important to look here is that all of these bass notes, F, B flat, E flat, and A flat are moving in fourths, okay? Moving in force. And whenever I see moving in force, like the B flat minor seven to the E flat seven, that's a dominant seventh chord, I wanna ask myself, is this a two, five, one chord progression? And the answer is yes. Now, a two, five, one chord progression is the most common chord progression in all of jazz. So we wanna become incredibly good at recognizing what a two, five, one chord progression is and making sure that yes, we can put a name to this. It's a two, five, one. It's not enough just to be able to hear what it sounds like. We wanna put a name to it because that's going to help us ultimately memorize this jazz standard. So the first line is F minor seven, that's the sixth chord. B flat minor seven is the two chord. E flat seven is the five chord. And A flat major seven is the one chord. So it actually takes us till bar four to get to the parent chord of this tune, A flat major. Now, before we continue, I said earlier that it's not important just to look at jazz standards within terms of chord progressions versus chords. It's also important to look at tonal centers, okay? So we have A flat major seven, which I would call a resolution. Basically, we start this phrase on F minor seven and we're resolving to A flat major seven. How are we doing that? A six, two, five, one chord progression. All I really need to know is that the first tonal center that we're resolving to is A flat major, right? I know the key, 
It's A flat major. I know the first chord, it's F minor seven. And I know the first cadence resolves to A flat major seven, right? So what I will do after that is I want to look and see, are there other cadences here that we're resolving to? Well, for example, I see that here in bar seven, we resolve to this C major seven for two bars. So even just by listening to the melody, right, we have... I see this G7 resolving to this C major seven, right? And that's moving in a fourth movement, right? So this is a five to one chord here. So G7 to C major seven. So five, one, that to me looks like a resolution that I want to pay attention to. So let's uncover though what in bar five, this D flat major seventh chord is, right? Remember, we came from A flat major. And so A flat major is actually coming down to that D flat major seven, which is actually just the four chord. So we're taking a look at this and we're realizing that D flat major seven is actually associated with A flat major seven. Like this is important. This is why we really want to know Roman numeral analysis and understand how to relate chords to a key center because then we can start organizing the tune. So then we have another cadence that goes G7 to C major seven. That is not in the key of A flat major. So our second tonal center here is C major seven. So let's take a look at this color-coded analysis here of just these first eight bars, right? Just these first eight bars. I've color-coded it blue for A flat major and green for C major. Now we do a lot of this color coding in our inner circle membership because it's just another way to visualize the organization of a tune, right? So let's start asking the important question. The important questions again are, what key are we in? A flat major, what's the first chord? It's F minor seven. What's the first cadence that we end at? That's A flat major, okay, the parent key. What's the second cadence? It's C major, right? So now I already know the things I just really have to hold on to is A flat major, and then C major, right? A flat major and C major. And how do we tie that together with the melody? F minor seven, B flat minor seven, right? That's E flat seven. That's A flat major seven. D flat major seven, the four chord. G seven. C major seven, right? So I'm really relating the melody to the different chords and this is helping. Okay, let's go back here again to bar number nine. Again, I kind of wanna take a look at this chord progression and figure out what does it actually mean. Automatically, I'm looking at this F minor seven, B flat seven to this E flat major seven. And because I've studied enough jazz standards, I know that this is a two, five, one in E flat major, right? And this C minor seven would be a six chord of E flat major. So if I'm seeing a two, five, one to E flat major, to me, that spells out another cadence here that we're resolving to. And the C minor seven must be related to the E flat major seven. Now, what's cool again with analysis is we start to look up patterns that the composer included into the tune. Looking back here at our color coding, we have our six two, five, one to A flat major in the first four bars. Then when we get to bar nine, we have six, two, 
five, one, only in a different key, in the key of E flat major seven. So, wow, now this is becoming even easier to memorize this jazz standard because I just got to remember the first chord we're starting with. The first cadence is A flat major seven. The second cadence is C major seven. Now, the third cadence is E flat major, but I also know that it's the exact same chord progression as the first four bars, right? Now, if this is a little fuzzy for you still, or you feel like this is still overwhelming, I assure you as we keep going through this tune, it's gonna make even more sense how this is broken down. So let's go back and look at the next chord here. Next chord is A flat major seven. Now, what is A flat major seven to the E flat major, right? That's the four chord, right? That's the four chord. Remember, back up here in bar five, the D flat major seven was the four chord of A flat major seven. So, so far we're following the same formula with these chord progressions, just in a different key. Then we have a two, five, one to G major seven, a two, five, one to G major seven, right? So again, the only difference here is from bar six up here where we had just a G seven is we only had a five to one. Well, here in bar 14, we have a 2-5-1, although sometimes people will just play a 5-1, a D7 to a G major 7 as well, right? So essentially what we're dealing with, again, is the exact same formula. We go to the four chord, then we have another cadence, right? This is our fourth cadence. This is G major 7, right? And we get there from a five chord. So I've color-coded red for E flat major, and I've color-coded yellow for G major, right? Again, same formulas, the six, two, five, one, four chord progression, followed by a five, one of some sort to our new cadence, our new key center that we're in. Okay, excellent. Now, if you know anything about this tune and you listen to it, so hopefully you've listened to it a lot, and again, you know the melody first and foremost, then you know that we're actually now coming to the bridge. So this E7 here, that's just a dominant six chord. That's resolving here to the two because look over here in bar 19, it's a G major seven. We get there from a two, five, one. We hang out here and resolve for two bars, okay? So we aren't doing a new key center, introducing a new key center. We're just simply repeating the key center that we arrived to in our previous cadence, right? We have... That's the melody note right there, the melody right there. So we're going to G major seven. This is our bridge. All right, now two, five, one, right? Two, five, one, most basic chord progression in jazz. Now we have to go to another key because if we look ahead, we go to E major seven. How do we get there? Two, five, one, E major seven. So then we have... Then a C7, that's the five of six. What's the six chord? Six chord is F minor seven. We're basically going back to the last A section of the tune here, right? So the bridge is over here. So we have for the bridge, an A minor seven, D seven, G major seven. Then F minor seven, B seven, E major seven, okay? Again, looking at the color coding for the bridge, it's still yellow here because we have the G major that we had arrived to from before. But then we have purple for E major seven, right? So it helps us divide this up. But again, the chord progressions aren't different, right? It's a two, five, one and a two, five, one. 
This makes it easier to understand when we think about it this way. So, so far, again, our first cadence goes to A flat major. Our second cadence goes to C major seven. Bars nine through 16 are basically a carbon copy of the first eight bars, just transposed to different keys. So then we go to E flat major seven, and then we go to G major seven. The bridge is just back to G major seven, two, five. Then another two, five in E major seven. Right, and then we're turning back to the A section, right? We're back to the top of the A section again at this F minor seven. That's the sixth chord. So the next phrase here is really just the same as the first four bars. We have a six, two, five, one, right? A six, two, five, one. So F minor seven. And the melody is the same too, by the way. Then we change it up here. We get to a D flat major seven. Now this is probably the hardest part to memorize right here because it breaks the pattern that we've become accustomed to, right? And this is where a little bit more music theory can get involved here and we have to really think about it a little bit more. But again, that's just one section that doesn't have a pattern to it, right? So it's D flat major seven, that's our four chord. We already knew that. But then we go to a G flat 13. I call that the four seven of four, right? G flat seven is like the blues harmony four of D flat major seven. So then we have a C minor seven. That's a three chord, right? The three chord again, all this is blue. So it's blue because it's a flat major. And then we go to a B diminished seven. That's a flat three diminished. It's a passing diminished chord. So if you understand diminished harmony, that's helpful to know. But most importantly, it's just important to see that we go from C to B to B flat minor seven, which is a two, five, one in A flat major, right? So that whole section there from bars 29, 30 through 132 is just four, four of four, three, B diminished seven passing diminished, flat three diminished, two, five, one to our parent key center, which is A flat major. Okay, so when we really break this tune down, a lot of this tune is just the pattern of a six, two, five, one, four, followed by a five, one in a new key. Okay, so A flat major to C major, right? Then we repeat that six, two, five, one to four, but we have E flat major, then we go to G major, right? So, so far we have one, two, three, four different keys that all the things you are cycles through. But then we know that the first three bars, the first section of the bridge is still in G major, right? And again, we know the melody really well, so we can follow it with our ears really nicely as well. Then we know that one key center change in the bridge is still just a two, five, one, like we had before, but in E major, the purple, right? Then we're just turning around back to the A section. So it's largely just a repeat of the first A section, but with this funny section in here where we basically have passing diminished stuff cycling to the two, five, one at the end, right? Now, obviously I understand here that this does require, you know, some theory. Obviously I understand that all the things you are is a more complicated tune, but I wanted to show you this tune because these are the kinds of tunes in jazz that get people confused. 
that get people frustrated because they forget the chord changes. So memorize that melody really well, analyze, break things down into chord progressions, and even further than that, make sure you're breaking things down into tonal centers. So that's all for today's Quick Win episode of the podcast. Be sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you've never done that before, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.